0: Hi all, it's me, Shay, and welcome back to another podcast. Today I'm here standing in front of my bookshelf. I'm probably not even going to finish recording this podcast today. I am going to be giving you guys a little book collection. I think I have something like 150 books on this bookshelf. (laughs) And I'm still collecting. I love books. They're a really big part of my life, and I love them so much. Um, maybe this will inspire you to read a book or two. It's honestly not too bad. You just gotta get used to it. <laughs> but I do have eight different shelves in front of me, all filled to the brim with stories. So, I'm gonna be talking about all of those. I have a shelf for realistic fiction, a shelf for real realistic fiction graphic novels, two shelves for my Harry Potter merchandise, a shelf for all of my mystery and historical fiction, <laughs> I have a shelf for fantasy, I have a shelf for middle grade um, realistic fiction, and then I have a shelf for non-fiction. I don't know why I have too many, that many realistic fictions, my all time favorite genre is fantasy, so I don't know, don't ask me, but um, yeah, a lot of books. I don't think I'm going to start off right at the top, which is uh, my shelf filled with realistic fiction. I will point out whether I liked a book or not, anything I have to say about certain books, and whether I've read a book or not, because some of these are, are unread. I think I have about 35 unread books on my bookshelf, which is a lot. So um, yeah, <laughs> let's get started. Starting with the shelf, in the front here I have a little swan um, like decoration and inside are all of my magnetic page markers uh, or bookmarks? Um, they're very small, so they don't stick out the top, which I like. It's very simple, and it's a great way to store any little bookmarks. I have a lot of them. <laughs> um, so, starting off, I have the Katie Camillo, Na- Raimi Nightingale trilogy, which consists of Raimi Nightingale, Louisiana's Way Home, and Beverly right here. Those are all amazing, amazing, <laughs> amazing books. I love them all so, so much. I've read them each once over, so not too many times. 10 out of 10 would recommend those books. I also have uh, the first three uh, Friendship list books by Lisa Greenwald. These are both, are all of them, <laughs> not both, are amazing. I love them. They're really great reads. Um, I haven't read the fourth one yet, but I do hope to at some point. I have the second one, I do, but it's currently out of the bookshelf, um, I lent it to a friend who wanted to read it, and then there's the Vanda Beak, the Vanda, are we in Boston now? The Vanda Beakers and the Hidden Garden by, uh, Karina Glazer, or Glasser, whichever, however, It's meant to be pronounced. I'm not sure. Um, I've actually never read this book before. It's just never really stood out to me a whole ton. I absolutely love the cover art and all that stuff, though. So um, hopefully someday I will read it. I know someday isn't, like, great to say, oh, I'll read this someday. Or, oh, this will be a priority for me someday. But honestly, I'm just going to keep it. it It's a hardcover and everything. Um, I also have Lynn Kelly's Song for a Whale, I've never read this one either, I do really want to read it, there's just a million books that I want to read more. Then I have From the Desk of Zoe Washington by, uh, hmm. let me just see who the author of this is, I, not exactly memorized. This is From the Desk of Zoe Washington by Jane Marks, and this book is an absolute gem, I love that book so, so much. It's a mix between realistic fiction and mystery, but it has mostly realistic fiction. That's why it says on my realistic fiction shelf. Um, once again, really, really great read. Um, then I have <laughs> another book here. <laughs> I am not sure what the title is or the author, so I want to be able to get that right. This is Josephine Cameron's Maybe a Mermaid. I didn't love the book. I was hoping it'd be more fantasy-based, but it's actually a realistic fiction about a girl who thinks she sees a mermaid, and it's slight mystery, too. I'm just realizing now, some of these books might actually belong in my history, realistic fiction, my (laughs) historical fiction, and mystery shelf, so we'll see. Um, that wasn't my favorite read. I'd probably give it 3 out of 5 stars, but if you've read it, you may think differently. Uh, go get a second opinion on that one. You may love it. I didn't. Um, I have The Remarkable Journey of Coyote Sunrise by, mm, once again, I have to pull this off the shelf. (laughs) I have, it's hard to keep track of all these books and their authors. Oh, Lord, this one's going to be hard. (laughs) Um, this one is by. Oh my goodness, Dan Jevinhart. uh, The Remarkable Journey of Coyote Sunrise is one of my favorite realistic fiction books by far. It's about a girl named Coyote who lives on a school bus and she's kind of uh, exploring to figure out um, how her mother died, I believe. I haven't read that one in a while either. Once again, that might belong on my mystery shelf. Oh my goodness. Um, then I have The Last Fifth Grade of Emerson Elementary. My mom bought this, brought this home from her work. She is a reading specialist, so she does have a lot of random stuff. I've never read it before. I don't know if I will, but I, I have it <laughs> if I do. Um, I also have Wonderland by Barbara O'Connell, Connor, not Connell, O'Connor, which is another great book about two girls, I believe. It's a good book. I haven't read that one in, like, four years. (laughs) I have so many books, guys. It's hard to keep track of all of them sometimes. I also have two Sharon M. Draper books. I love Sharon M. Draper. I just recently started reading a lot of her books. I have two. I have Sharon M. Draper's Blended, which is about a girl who is mixed. She has a white mom and a black dad. And it's kind of just about, a lot about, like, racism and, like, a lighthearted hearted not what like, I shouldn't say that I heard it, but it's about a girl who loves music and how she deals with being a mixed person. It has a lot of really funny moments and a lot of really sweet moments, but it's also in all serious, seriousness a really good read because it, it talks a lot about racism and um, you know how black people are treated these days. I also have Sharon M. Draper's Out of My Mind, which is about a girl who deals with a disability and it's really hard for her to m- communicate to people. So. She's kind of just it's sort of like title she loses her mind a little bit and she's like I don't I really need to communicate to people people treat her differently like she doesn't matter as much because of her disability. It's a great read again. I love that book. So good. Um I also have Mercy Suarez Changes Gears by Meg Medina. I haven't finished this book. It's my summer reading. Um but I hate it so far. I do not like that book. It's okay if you do. I'm not going to judge you. I hate having to be forced to read books, which is kind of what school is at this age, but, you know, maybe I'll enjoy some of them. This is just not it for me. I don't like this book so far. uh, Mercy Suarez is a super cute character. I love her. I just don't think the plot's very interesting, and I'm not really... I don't always follow the characters. I don't have any connections with them. It's really hard for me to enjoy this book a lot of the time, so I... (laughs) Hate is a bit of an exaggeration, but I do not like that book. Um, so yeah, that was the first part of my realistic fiction shelf. I need to take a break because I'm losing my breath right now. Now we have to remove all of those books that I just talked about so I can get to the second row of books that are behind the first row of books because my bookshelf is small. <laughs> I'll be right back. Also, a quick disclaimer that I totally forgot to put in the front. If you don't have 150 books, or if you don't have physical books, if you don't read books, you listen to them, it doesn't matter. That means still means that you're a reader. It doesn't matter the amount of books that, I ha- that you have. I've literally been collecting books and constantly getting rid of every <laughs> a few of them. Since I was, like, five years old, which is a really long time, that would be up to six years of collecting books. So, don't feel bad about yourself if you don't have that many as many books as me. It's really not. It doesn't matter. You're a reader. If you want to be a reader. <laughs> um, now moving on to my other realistic fiction books. I have The Benefits of Being an Octopus by and Brayden. I've never read this book before. I got it. um, My aunt gave this to me uh, for a plane trip while I was going to the Island of Aruba this summer, and I never ended up reading it because I was reading um, Harry Potter. So, um, I do have that on my shelf. I'm not really sure what it's about, but uh, people say it's really good, apparently. Um, Then I also have Walk Two Moons by Sharon... uh, Sorry. Sharon Creech. I love Sharon Creech. I've read... Few of her books. She's an amazing writer. I haven't read that one yet. Um, so I have no idea what it's about. Um, I have Roll With It by Jamie Sumner, which is about a girl who's very angsty and she uses a wheelchair to get around, and she's constantly moving. It's a really good book. I enjoyed that one. I also have Road Dolls, Janny the Champion of the World. I don't even know. what this is about, but apparently uh, it's about a boy named Danny. I've read this before. It's just been such a long time. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I must sound like a crazy person. Like, does she actually read? Yeah, I actually read. You'll see. Uh, I also have Ellie Terry's Forget-Me-Not, which is a collection not a collection of poems, but a story told through poetry. It's a very good book. It's about a girl who loves astronomy. I think she deals with, um, Tourette Syndrome, and she is always moving. She loves astronomy. I don't know if I already said that. <laughs> kind of losing my mind here. So many books to talk about. <laughs> I also have Best Babysitters Ever by Carolyn Kalla, which is about some girls who try to start a babysitting business to make money, but it's kind of a fail. Very short read, I do like that one. Um, I also have the insignificant events in the life of a cactus duology by Dusty bowling I bo- I love both of those books even <laughs> is best um, it's basically about a girl who doesn't have arms and kind of how she deals with that It also has a character with who uh, has. Threat Syndrome, and it's a very good book. I love those books. I also have the Crossover and Rebound books. So uh, Kwame Alexander came out with some really good books about sports, also um, told in the form of poetry. Really good. Um, But Crossover is basically a book about a boy who loves basketball, and (laughs) um, his dad is very it's, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna say anything. These books are too good to give too much of a summary about. You need to go into it very blind. It's so much better that way. That's how I went into those books. There's also Rebound, which is a book told through poetry and graphic novel. It's kind of like a mix between the two, and that is the prequel to The Crossover, which is about, uh, the boy's dad from The Crossover, uh, he kind of grows, so he's a, he's not grown up, but his dad, it's kind of about his dad who also loves basketball and his life as a child. I also have Wonder by R.J. Polacco. I feel like everybody has read this book. It's about a boy named August who um, has a facial deformity and about his life. Oh my god, love that book. Haven't read that one in a while either. I haven't read any of these books in such a long time. Uh, but I do have Augie and Me, which is kind of like uh, kind of background stories on some of the other characters from the book Wonder. Um, I loved reading this. It was really cool to kind of see uh, insight on all different characters. Some of them maybe have may have been slightly misunderstood. And I 10 out of 10, even if, like your teacher, let's say, doesn't make you read the book. It's absolutely amazing, and it's something that I feel like everybody should read. There's also The One and Only Ivan by Catherine Applegate, and the duali- The second book, I think it's going to be Ideology. There might It might become a tr- trilogy, because one of the characters might get their very own book. I could definitely see that, but um, The One and Only Ivan by Catherine Applegate is another one of those books that I feel like everybody has read for school and is really good. It's once again told in, I can't tell, I forgot whether this is told in poetry or just very short, spaced out chapters. It's kind of hard. I think it's just very short, spaced out chapters. There's also The One and Only Bought by Catherine Applegate, which I have not read yet. I'm super excited to read, though. Um, yeah. Those are all of my realistic fiction books. I recommend, like, at least three quarters of all those books. All of them are amazing. Um, people like to say a lot of the time that their bookshelf is kind of a reflection of their personality. And I think my bookshelf does represent me. I love so many different genres of books uh, and just all the books that I own. Most of them are just books that I really love and that really represent what I like to read. Moving on. I do have realistic fiction graphic novels. I have so many graphic novels. I've been once again collecting those since I was like seven, so a really long time, but um, yeah. I have, first of all, the classic Smile Trilogy by Raina Telgemeier. I feel like every single girl had that, oh my god, if you haven't read this, what are you doing? Living under a rock? No, just kidding. These books are absolutely insane. I love them. The artwork of them is like chef's kiss. The story, chef's kiss. I could read this book 74,000 times. I wouldn't get bored. I kid you not. So good. Kudos, Raina Telgemeier. Um, There's also Sisters, which is the second book in the trilogy. And then Guts, which is another really great memoir. These are all graphic memoirs about the author, who is um, Raina Telgemeier, obviously. Um, then I have some more Raina Telgemeier books, um, such as all nine, well, the first four Babysitter's Club books were all written by Raina Telgemeier. If you aren't aware of the Babysitter's Club graphic novels, um, these are all really, really good books. Um, they're the classic Babysitters Club stories told in graphic form. And the first four were, um, the, the first four were, like, adapted and, uh, like, all the artwork was drawn by Raina Telgemeier, the one and only. <laughs> and then the next four were all written by, written, or adapted once again, and, uh, drawn by the wonderful Gail Galligan. So five through eight and then there's a new artist and adapter for the ninth book Gabriella Epstein. I'm really excited to see her work. Um, the first book from her is really good though. So if you want to check out any of those titles the first one is Christie's Big Day the second one being The Truth About Stacy the third one is Marion Saves the Day uh, the fourth one, Claudia and Me and Janine, then Dawn and the Impossible Three, then Christie's Big Day, Boy Crazy Stacy, Logan Likes Marianne, and Claudia and the New Girl. Amazing books. Um, moving on to the row behind those Raymond Telgemeier graphic novel books things, <laughs> there's another Raymond Telgemeier book, Surprise, Surprise! Um, Drama by Randa Telgemeier is a really great graphic novel about a high school teenager who's in love with theater. It has some queer representation in it, so we love that. Um, love it. Such a good graphic novel. I do have her other um, like, graphic novel, Ghosts, but I have put it down with my fantasy because it does have a very nice fantasy element in it, so I decided I'll just put it there. I have two Victoria Jamieson graphic novels, Roller Girl and All's Fair in Middle School. Um, those are both really great books. Uh, then I have Click by... Who's this one by? Kayla Miller. She's a very good author. That's a trilogy, too, the Click trilogy. I have only read Click. I own Click and Camp. Uh, I've read that. I think there's a third one, though. And then I do have the first... I do have a few Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I have the 13th one, the 14th one, the 15th one. I've read all of the ones prior. I just don't own them, which really annoys me, I swear. <laughs> and then I have the first two, Rowley Jefferson. Uh, like these aren't te- None of those are technically graphic novels. They just have a lot of like art in them. And I decided it was as close as it was going to get. I had no other space. I just put them on here. It worked. Okay, don't judge. I also have the first two Sunny books from the Sunny Side Up books. If you haven't read those, once again, very good. I have Sunny Side Up and Swing It Sunny. There's also Roll the Dice Sunny, I believe. And then a fourth one is actually coming out in September. September 21st, I believe. Then I have Not Enough by Maria Scrivan, which is a book about a girl who's very insecure and feels like she isn't enough. Her name is Natalie, not enough. Um, then I also have two Emmy and Friends books. Uh, so Invisible Emmy, these are both by... One second. Oh, those, Swing sunny, b- in, those sunny Side b- Up books, by the way, are by Jennifer L. Holm and Matthew Holm. Those are very good readers. But Invisible Emmy is by uh, Terry Libinson and I also have Becoming Brianna, which, once again, uh, is by Terry Libinson. I also have El Defo by C.C. Bell. Oh my gosh, I love that graphic novel. That book is chef's kiss, once again. And those, that's it for my realistic fiction graphic novels. I do have some more decoration on there. I have some paper flowers and plastic plants, Uh, And then I do have a little duck plushie. (laughs) I got this at the library in my town. It's like reading bunnies, bunnies, buddies. And I do have a jar filled with books that I haven't read yet. Very cool. Moving down a shelf. I have started off my Harry Potter addictions shelves. I will rant on and on and on and on about how stinking amazing J.K. Rowling did on books i love harry potter i love the franchise it's like my favorite thing ever nobody can tell me otherwise nobody can change my mind <clears throat> i think i'm gonna stop right there or else i'm gonna be here sitting here for the next 20 minutes telling you about how freaking much i love this series sorry i said freaking i don't care i can say it in this instance um <laughs> But I have all of the books. I'm actually borrowing the sixth and seventh one from my aunt, but I'd like to have my own copy at some point. (laughs) The only thing is, it's really hard to get the first American edition, which is what I have for books one through five. I'm thinking about asking one of my friends who who does read the books, but over audiobook, doesn't really read physical versions, if she'll give them to me. We'll have to see, though. Um, But if you haven't read Harry Potter, start now, please. Thank you have a nice day. Um, click off this podcast now and go read Harry Potter if you haven't read Harry Potter. Thank you. Have a nice day. Okay. I'm literally going crazy. (laughs) I'm not insane. Please trust me. But, um, over on top of the books, since they're all lined up, I have Hermione Granger Lego Brickhead. I have a small Hedwig, or Hedwig, Plush and a really small Harry Potter plush, and then I have a kind of full-size snowy owl plush, which is like Hedwig. Um, these are m- now we're gonna move on to some of the decorations that I keep in front of this one. I have my wand. I have get I have a whole ton of. Papers, I have like uh, some stationery of Gryffindor that I've never written on, but I think would give the effect of like a student has been working on the shelf, I guess, I don't know. Um, and then Beginner's Guide to one Motions paper. Replica. I do have a Gryffindor badge that my aunt made for me. Um, I am a Gryffindor, proud Gryffindor. I also have a little stone, I don't know it's like looks pretty cool. Gave me Potter vibes, so I put it up here. And they have a DIY floating candle. <laughs> oh lord, that was made a while ago. I also have a faux leather bound notebook that says Gryffindor on it. It's very nice. And I also keep that on there for the effect of a student has been working here. And then I have a Gryffindor paperweight. Uh very strange array of merchandise. Moving on to my second Harry Potter shelves. Uh, On here, I keep a lot of, uh, a lot of other books that kind of go along with all those books. Uh, I have some stickers that I put tape on the back of, so I didn't actually stick the stickers on the side of my bookshelf. I just put some tape on the back of the stickers without peeling off the sticky thing, and then I put them on the bookshelf walls. Make sense? Probably not. Moving on. Um, I have a little flying key a Hogwarts crest, an S-P-E-W thing, and a Platform 9 and 3 quarters sticker. (laughs) I actually had the opportunity to go to Platform 9 and 3 quarters in London at King's Cross. It was a really great experience. Totally recommend going there if you ever end up in London. Um, And then I have a wonderfully, beautifully themed. I have a Gryffindor mug, which has a big line on it. It's so cool. Inside, I have a lot of Harry Potter magnetic bookmarks. I have a Draco Malfoy one, a Ron Weasley one, a, um, a Luna Lovegood one, a Ginny Weasley one, a Harry Potter one, and a Hermione Granger one. Very nice. And over the side of that, I keep my Hogwarts crest necklace that I got at the Platform 9 3 quarters shop in London. I just hang that right over the mug, and it looks super cool. Uh, I have some more stickers. I have a golden snitch and the purple sorting hat. It's not actually purple, but it looks cool. Then I have a a little Hagrid Funko Pop. He's so cute. I love him. And, yeah, I do have some Funko Pops actually on top of some Harry Potter Funko Pops on top of my bookshelf. Let's go up and talk about those now. I have the Funkoverse, uh, strategy game, which is Harry Potter themed, and it's basically like a very, um, like, I kind of gives me, like, some storytelling, like, choose-your-own-adventure game thing. It's supposed to be really long. It has two mini Funko Pops, Draco Malfoy and Ron Weasley, and I also have a regular, like, full-size Funko Pop of Harry Potter holding the Marauder's Map and his wand. He's very cute. Love him. He is my pride and joy, that man. So, yeah. And then moving on to the actual books on the shelf, I have all of the Harry Potter illustrated editions. Um, I think they're still coming out with those. They stopped for a while. I'm not sure why, but these are huge, beautifully illustrated, and I did get the box set, then the additional fourth one for my birthday that year. All right, the next year, because my birthday is actually in January. Um, then up here I keep a little Hedwig pencil pouch that is fluffy. I don't know, I just keep it there. I have a Gryffindor like a mini Gryffindor scarf that is actually a bookmark. I have the unofficial Harry Potter cookbook, uh, Harry Potter, A Journey Through a History of Magic, and the Hogwarts Library collection from, I think you can get that on, like, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, it's kind of just, like, you can get it everywhere, but it comes with fantastic beasts and where to find them, Quidditch Through the Ages, and the Tales of Beetle the Bard, so, so cool. Moving down another shelf, now that we finished off with Harry Potter, sadly, I have my mysteries, and I have my historical fiction books. A lot of these I haven't read yet, so I'll have to go through what I haven't haven't read. Um, I have All the Greys on Green Street by Laura Tucker. I didn't enjoy this book. It just was very strange. It didn't really have that much of a plot, and I didn't love it, but I loved the aesthetic of it. Just very cool. I also have When You Reach Me by Rebecca Steed, which is a very, like, interesting mystery, sci-fi sort of vibe. It's so, it's really strange, and it's kind of hard for me to wrap my head around, but I did really like this book. It definitely was my favorite book, but I did really like it. I also have Book Scavenger by Jennifer chambliss Bertman. I haven't read this yet, um... Hopefully, I'll enjoy it. It kind of gives me Mr. Lemoncello's library vibes Don't on that book. I also have The Thief Knot, which is a green glass house story by Kate Milford, and I haven't read this book yet. I actually got it the other day on a trip to Barnes and Nobles. Oh, I got one other book, but that's on my fantasy shelf. I'm super excited to read it. But I'm also really excited to read this one. It's, like, a pretty lengthy mystery that has a slight ghost vibe to it. But it, I'm, like, not good with creepy stuff. But this honestly didn't seem that bad. And I have read three or four books that have ghost elements in them. So I think I'll be okay. I also have the um, men- uh, the Menary. The, I can't speak English anymore, children. So sorry. Fellow children you're gonna have to listen to my gibberish from here on out, but, um, this is The Memory Keeper by Jennifer Camicia. This is another mystery, I believe, which is about a kid who tries to figure out why her grandmother is losing her memory and kind of dig into a grandmother's past. I haven't read this yet, but I'd like to. I got this, like, so many years ago for my birthday. I still haven't read it. Um... Moving on to my historical fictions, I have the Anne of Green Gables graphic novel, which is very, very good, I loved reading that, I could read it once again a thousand times over, wouldn't get bored of it, it's a masterpiece, so good. Um, I would like to own the actual original copies of Anne of Green Gables, though, so we'll see how that goes. I also have Regarding the Trees by Kate Clissy and M. Sarah Clissy. This is a historical fiction. I was gifted a bunch of copies of, like, books that my aunt actually thought I would have a use for when I go to 6th grade. So, uh, we'll see if this pops up. These are probably just good things to have to study by. You know, social studies, history classes, you know. I also have Joshua Song by John Hyatt Harlow, which I haven't read either. I think this is, like... Oh, there's a- this has Pandemic in it? I have no idea. It's very- I haven't read any of these books yet. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just gonna wait till if- and see if they come up in an assignment. Then if some of them do and some of them don't at the end of the year, maybe I'll try to read a few just for fun to see how they are. I also have Sleek's Slimbo by Phyllis Holman. Holman. I haven't read this one either. I just put it on historical fiction because it seems like it would be a historical fiction. Um, this was the book that made my dad like reading, so he brought home a copy for me and told me that I should read it. I still haven't read it for him, sorry dad. (laughs) Um, then I have Fever 1793 by Laurie House Anderson, 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 however you want to say it, I'm not sure. Um, this is a really good book, but it's really sad, like, like my heart was wrenched out of my body sad, like it was really sad. So, prepare yourself. Look for, I don't know, would this have, need a trigger warning? Maybe. Quite honestly, this is like a book. It's very, really, really good. And I think my mom said this is like one of the least saddest books that Laurie House Anderson, and it had me in tears. So, (laughs) we'll see if I ever read more of Laurie House Anderson books. It's probably going to be complete. Freaking that down. Um, I also have "Inside Out and Back Again" by Fahana Lai. Ah, don't know how to pronounce that. But it's um about a girl named hey or Ha or I'm not exactly sure. Once again, she's from a different culture, so I don't want to butcher the name. I'm really not sure how to pronounce it. So it's about a girl, um, who has to move because of war in her culture and in America. When she missed her America, she's basically just an immigrant. She's trying to figure out how she fits in. It's a very good book, um, and I really enjoyed it. It's told through poetry, so it's kind of cool. I also have Hidden Figures by Margaret Lee Shutterfly. I've never read that. It's about a black woman in space. Very cool. Then I also have Al Capone Does My Shirts, which is another one of those books that I my aunt gave me for school. Uh, it's a tale from Alcatraz. So sounds pretty cool. Then I have White Bird by R.J. Palacio, which is definitely realistic fiction. It's place takes place in World War II, and that's a graphic novel. I've never read it before. My mom said it would be pretty intense, and that you might want to read it with me. So we'll see how that goes. Now moving on to my fantasy shelf. Actually, I'm going to save that for last, and we're actually going to skip down to my, uh, like, middle grade collection of books that I haven't... Most of these I've never read before, so... But I have Emma Jean Lazarus' Fell Out of a Tree. Uh, I've never read that. None of these I've read, but I'll just shout out kind of the authors um, and tell you if I maybe have read a few of these um, and I'll give you the title of the book. So, Emma Jean Lazarus Fell Out of a Tree by Lauren Tarshis. The Giver by Louis Lowry. Fish and Tree by Linda Muali Hunt. I did read this book. This book is absolutely beautiful. I loved it. Um, Flipped by Wendelin Van Draan. Dra I'm so sorry. I don't know how to pronounce any of these author names. Flush by Carl Hyasson. Baby Mouse Tales from the Locker Miscommunication did read that one. That was a fun read. Um, Judy Bloom, t- Judy Bloom, Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing. Loved this book so good. It's one of my favorite like classic Judy Bloom books. Uh, I Funny and I Even Funnier by James Patterson. I do have to return these to the rightful owner. I have two copies of Cynthia Lord's Rules. I'm waiting to give one of the copies away to maybe a friend who might want to be might need one for school I have just been gifted a lot of the copies over and over again so then I have Schooled by Gordon Carmen which I've never read before The Miraculous Journey of Edward Tulane by Kate DiCamillo this book I've read this and I will never read it again because I cry right, I was crying, I was seven years old, sitting on the couch on like a Friday night, reading this with my mom, and I literally, as soon, it was nighttime, so, this is a story, so as soon as she tucked me in, and said goodnight, and turned off the lights, I literally started crying in my bed, I was so sad, this book is really sad, so once again, it's another one of those books that you kind of have to prepare yourself to perhaps cry, um, but it was really good, I love Kate DiCamillo, Kevin Hunk- who am I talking to right now? Some, the made-up land of gibberashi? I don't know. (laughs) Kevin Hankis um, actually wrote a novel, This is Olive's Ocean, never read this before, but it's about two girls who are connected over a tragic accident. We'll see how that goes, probably gonna cry. Um, The View from Saturday by E.L. Kong's Quingsburg, Kongsburg. I've never read that before. I also haven't read From the Mixed-Up Files of ba- Mrs. Basil E. Frankweiler by E. L. Quingsburg, but maybe I will someday. The Good Dog by Avi. don't know what this is about. There's literally no summary on the back of that book. Then Jerry Spinelli wrote the book Eggs. I also have that. Um. Then I also have uh, my nonfiction. This is actually the first book here is a collection of sewing projects because I do sew. So it's called Sewing School by uh Amy Petron Petronus Plumley and Andrea Le- Lysel. Never read that. I have, but like very slightly. Um, then I have Bad Pets by Alan Zulo, Bad to the Bone. I did like that. It's about a book a bunch of pets that ended up in jail, which is it's actually real stories, so it's pretty cool. Then I have some American Girl books. Um You know, we're not gonna talk about what the contents of those books are, because uh let me give you a clue, puberty. Um, but I do have the Feelings book from American Girl and friends, making them and keeping them from American Girl. Then I have Play Like a Girl by K.T. Parker. Uh, This was gifted to me by... Oh, yeah, my uncle, who really wants me to play soccer, but I don't like to play soccer. I hate soccer, but... I did read this book, and I really recommend it to everybody, it's not even about the soccer elements, if you read soccer, read it, if you read soccer, if you read soccer, Shay, (laughs) having a mental breakdown, if you play soccer, I recommend this book even more, this is literally so inspiring, and I love it so much, it's about teammates, and uh, being strong, and oh my gosh, so good. Uh, one of my favorite ones from here, there's just a bunch of little quotes from girls. I think I remember it still. It was like, uh, forget the high heels. These princesses wear cleats. Super cute. Um, I also have How Full is Your Bucket by Tom Rath and Audra Wallace, and this is a very small book about positive strategies for school and life. Never read that. Probably should. School is torture for me, the children, oh my god, don't even talk to me about school, I still have two weeks of summer left, um, Dude, That's Rude is a self-help book about getting manners, I don't know why I have that, but it's by Pamela Esplin and Elizabeth Verdick, then I have Grace, Not Perfection for Young Readers by Emily Lay. loved this book, this book is like, life-changing, chef's kiss. Now moving on to some of my biographies. I have Billie Eilish, the ultimate unofficial fan book. I, we can have a talk about Billie Eilish sometime. But I just don't feel like Billie Eilish is Billie Eilish anymore. She was doing something really special and writing songs. She is still a really great artist. I just don't love her as much as I did. She starts, her new album, Happier Than Ever, has like so many swears in it, and I liked how she, most of her songs were clean, and how not all of her songs were about falling in love with men, (laughs) um, in her album, Happier, not Happier Than Ever, uh, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go?, and she take, she took this change from, like, writing different songs from, like, what everyone writes to then like writing the song about boys so I don't love her anymore but I do I do I do gotta say she's doing something else and I think she's still pretty cool I also have two rebel girl collections I have rebel girls lead and rebel girls explore by francesca cover uh rebel girls lead is by Elena Favelli and Francesca Cavallo and then uh rebel girls explore is also by those same authors. I also have two of the She Dared books about, uh, these are both about women who are breaking records, doing cool things. Pretty nice. These are both by Jenny L. Wash. I have She Dared Malala Yousafzai and She Dared Bethany Hamilton. These are both really cool. Now if we move up onto my fantasy shelves, um, or my fantasy shelf, I have Great Stories for Young Readers from Reader's Digest, and I will never read this book. It's, like, something like 800 pages, which is a lot of pages. And the reason I own this is because I think this was my great-grandfather's copy. And, wow, that's old. It is from 1969, and, wow, this has so many beautiful illustrations and drawings, and I gotta say, even though I probably won't actually read this, just the illustrations in this are so cool. I'll definitely be looking at those. I also have the Chronicles of Narnia, a full collection. This is a beautiful edition. I got this the year before I was born, when one of my grandmothers, I have two grandmothers, knew that I was going to be born. She bought me this book, um, in November November of 2009, which was like four months before I was born, and wow, this is beautiful, and I hope I read it someday. (laughs) I haven't found the time to yet. I also have the first Magic Misfits book. This is Carter's uh, Magic Misfits book, and this is a very good book uh, about a boy named Carter, obviously, and he's making friends and doing magic tricks, and wow, it's just a whirlwind, and it's a good time. I also have The Girl and the Ghost by Hannah Alcoff. I love this book. It's so good, and I totally recommend it to anyone, like literally anyone, it's so good. I have Rodol's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator combined into one book, so helpful. Thank you, whoever made that edition. Um, I have James and the Giant Peach by Rodol. The Wonderful Story of Henry, Sugar, and Six More, which I haven't read. Um, and then the BFG by Rodol, obviously. Everyone knows the BFG is by Rodol. I also have the Where the Mountain Meets the Moon trilogy by Grace Lin. So that consists of Where the Mountain Meets the Moon, When to See to Silver, and Star River of the Sky. These are all about Chinese folklore, and it's really, really good. I recommend those to everybody. Also, great books. I also have Inkheart by Cornelia Funk. This is a trilogy. It has two other books, Ink. Spell and Ink Death, I believe, and oh my gosh, I've never read this before, but it's a thicky, and I'm excited too. Um, then I have the first Percy Jackson book, this is the book that I bought th- the other day at Barnes & Noble's, oh my god, so excited, Ava from Ava's Wacky World, if you are listening to this, I know you are a very big Percy Jackson fan, so please tell me um, if you think I'm going to like this based on what you know about me and my reading style. I don't know. But I'm definitely going to read this. Like, oh my god, I'm so excited. I know I'm going to love them. I just know it. And I'm going to have all of them. I just, I can see it. <laughs> um, then behind all these books, I'm just actually going to flip them downwards like this. Um, there are a lot more fantasy books. So I have Madeline Langle's Wrinkle in Time. Never read that want to though. I actually did read that. It made no sense. I was not following. It was kind of just a weird time to read it. Then I have The Magician's Elephant by Kate DiCamillo, The Tale of Desperate by Kate Kate DiCamillo. Those are both really great books. I have The Last Kids on Earth, the first book by, who is this by? Max Brellier and uh, Illustrated by Douglas Holgate. Um, I also have one of the Tia Dalton <laughs> books, if you know Tia Dalton, oh wow, be my friend. Um, Tia Dalton. I used to like Geronimo Stilton, Tia Dalton books, so I bought this. It's The Treasure of the Sea, and just memories, nostalgia. <laughs> I feel like I'm too old to know what, or too young to have nostalgia, but I do have nostalgia from that book. Then I also have Hamster Princess, which is a retelling of Sleeping Beauty, except with a very angsty punk uh, hamster named Harriet, so, but that is a very cute book, I love that book. Then I also have a Ghosts by Renate Telgemeyer, which is a, uh, book that has, I think some Mexican culture history in it, I'm not exactly sure, I believe so, though, and it's a very good graphic novel by Rena Tugmire, the one and only, um, then there's Surfside Girls, The Secret of Danger Point, which is a, another, has some ghosts in it, I also have Fake Blood, which has vampires in it. It's a very good graphic novel by Whitney Gardner. The panels are so big, so vibrant. I love that book. That was a really good book. I also have all three of the Sideways Stories, uh, the Wayside School books by Lewis Sacker. Love those. These are super easy to read. I recommend them to everybody. Sideways Stories from Wayside School. Wayside School is Falling Down. Wayside School gets a little stranger. I'm really happy to have owned all three of those books. Super amazing. I also have Circus Mirandas by Cassie Beasley. I haven't read that in so long either. I read that with my mom. It's a very good book. I also have all four of the Bird and Squirrel books. These are really fun graphic novels for kids of all ages. Bird and Squirrel on the Run. Bird and Squirrel on Ice. And Bird and Squirrel, Bird and Squirrel on Fire. And then Bird and Squirrel All Tangled Up. Very good, fun little graphic novel reads. I also have two of the Explore graphic novel collections. I've read all three. I own two. Explore the Hidden Doors and Explore the Mystery Boxes. I also own the first Amulet graphic novel by Kazu Kabushi. I don't think I'm ever going to read the second one. It just wasn't really my thing. But I'm glad I own the first one because it was a good thing to try. And that brings me to the end of this podcast. I have talked to you about 100, almost 150 books today, <laughs> and I gotta say, it was a fun time. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode. Maybe you got some really fun ideas on what to read next, because all this, most of the books that I talked about should be, or will, or should be, will be, or are amazing. I love you all so, so much, have a wonderful day, and I'll see you in the next one.